drink and dance all night. Now let's talk of diapers and pacifiers and our pants are feeling tight. Bottle service with BKP. Bottle service with BKP. Wow, wow, wow. We are back, guys. Welcome to season two of the Bottle Service Podcast, the fourth trimester. Whew, it has been a minute. I'm your host, Sarah Hall. It is good to be back. God, guys, I'm a mom now. Like, that sounds so weird to say out loud. And it's just, it's crazy to me thinking back. Like, the last episode of this podcast was actually from the week before I gave birth. Like, holy shit, so much has happened since then. We have so much to catch up on. Okay, so if you're new here, I'll start off by saying I'm Sarah. Some of you may know me from my popular Instagram account called Big Kid Problems. I also host the Big Kid Problems podcast, which led me to start this show, Bottle Service. And really, it was supposed to be a pregnancy podcast. Like, I just wanted to capture every week of pregnancy from the beginning to the very end. And that's what I did. Like, I recorded from the day I found out I was pregnant all the way until hitting 40 weeks of pregnancy. And I thought I was done. Like, maybe I'd record a birth episode and, like, stick a bow on it and just call this podcast a day. But after giving birth myself, I realized, like, we could not just stop there. I actually think a big part of the problem is that when we get pregnant, we see giving birth as, like, the end of that journey. I know that's what I thought. But uh, in truth, the period right after giving birth has to be part of the discussion. Like I've actually heard this period of time referred to as the fourth trimester. And I actually love that because it puts just as much emphasis on this period of time right after giving birth as the other three trimesters when your baby is still in your body. And I really wanted to come back and just focus on this fourth trimester because it is so important. It is a time of incredible change for you and your baby. And I feel like it kind of gets left out of the conversation. Like I am somebody who made a pregnancy podcast. I did so much research all throughout pregnancy. And I can tell you firsthand, like I felt completely blindsided by the fourth trimester. I mean, I knew some things going in. I I mean, I knew I would have a recovery period after birth. I knew for part of that recovery period, I would be in a diaper. Um, I knew learning how to take care of a baby would be a challenge. But I mean, holy shit, there is so much more to it. And there were many a times when I felt completely lost and alone in this experience. There were many times I felt disconnected to my body, my friends, my old life, wondering if I would ever feel normal again. And I hope that hearing my experience and hearing from different guests that we're going to bring on throughout the season, that it helps you feel a little less alone wherever you're at. I mean, postpartum is tough. It's exhausting. It's challenging. But it's also magical, blissful, and incredible. I mean, like I said, there is a lot to talk about. So since I've been off the air for a while, I figured I would start by answering one of the main questions I've been getting since I gave birth. And that is, was it all worth it? 
And actually that question usually comes from my like pregnant listeners who have finished the series and they're like about to give birth. And it sounds more like, please tell me it's all worth it. And I can honestly say 100 million thousand percent. It is so worth it. Um, at least that's been my experience. I had a pretty rough pregnancy. If you listen to last season, you know all about it. I had a pretty rough birth and I would do it all a thousand times if I had to for my little, my little Bodie guy. Uh, that's my, my son's name, Bodie, by the way, you'll hear me reference him quite a bit throughout this podcast. I have never known a love like this. Like, I mean, all the cliche things we say about motherhood, right? Like, I really feel like my heart expanded in a way. I just, I'm in awe of really how much I enjoy motherhood, which isn't to say that it's not hard as shit sometimes. I mean, sometimes I want to like get on the highway and drive right past my exit and like leave my husband and baby behind. But I always, I always turn around and come back, you know, like you you know if you're in it like there's some hard times like let's let's be real here but all in all I will say like I have loved becoming a mom um it, that's kind of where I've been all this time if you've been wondering like why it took so long to get this podcast up and running I, I've been in the trenches guys like I'm right there with you I really thought I would come back and record this show like much earlier but like I had a newborn like shit's crazy like I have had it took me months really to like get a schedule in place like have any semblance of like spare time to do anything it really is in the beginning like survival like I would just get through each day um in those first few months and be like and like look at Brandon my husband and be like holy shit we survived like we we did it <laughs> we made it another day like every day just is crazy and now I'm looking back at it all and I'm like whoa that was actually a blur um but when you're in it you're in it and actually that brings me to something I wanted to talk about in this first episode back flamingos okay stay with me for a second I learned this little fun fact about flamingos back in the early days of postpartum and it has seriously kept me going over the last few months Okay, we all know flamingos are known for being pink, right? Like they have this vibrant pink color. But did you know that both male and female flamingos actually lose that color when they are caring for their young? Like apparently breeding is so intensive and they are giving so much of their food and nutrients to their chicks that they actually turn gray physically themselves. If that's not relatable, I don't know what is. But here's the thing, and this is where I'm trying to go here. That pink color always comes back, okay? Do you hear me? If you are currently in your gray flamingo era, I want you to listen to me and listen to me good. You will be pink again. I know when you're in it, it feels like you're just going to be gray forever. I was there, okay? It took me, honest to God, probably eight months to even see a tinge of color back in my feathers. I'm not fully pink yet, but at least I see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm here to tell you, you will get your pink back if you're in it. I know, I know, I hope that that helps. You will start to feel like yourself again, but this shit takes time, you know? It's, it is what it is. 
but ugh, is it so worth it? Guys, it's our first episode back after pregnancy, and I just gotta cheers all of you. I know I was very excited to have a cocktail after giving birth, but not so excited to feel like crap after a night of drinking. In fact, I'm sure most of you have probably realized this by now, but rough mornings after a few cocktails are just not an option with a new baby. It's just not worth it. And that's why I swear by morning recovery by more labs. It's the drink for when you drink. So how does this work? Morning Recovery uses a plant-derived superhero formula that helps speed up the breakdown of alcohol-induced toxins. You just drink one little bottle of Morning Recovery the night you're drinking, and you let their proprietary blend of electrolytes and vitamins rehydrate and restore your lost nutrients so you can wake up ready to take on whatever motherhood has in store for you. I always keep a package of these stocked at my house. I mean, I travel with them. I honestly just refuse to drink without them at this point. Like I said, it's not worth it, especially when you have a crying baby to take care of at like 6 a.m. So don't let rough mornings after drinking dampen the next day. Drink smarter with morning recovery at morelabs.com slash big kid. And just for our listeners, use code big kid for 20% off your order. 20% off. That is a nice little gift for us parents out there. Again, just head to morelabs.com slash big kid and use code big kid at checkout. Uh, but yes, I can say 1000% so worth it. It has been amazing and just such such a cool, crazy life transition. And I can honestly say too, like when I even got pregnant, I was a little worried that I wasn't cut out to be a mom. Like I definitely had some fears of being like, I don't know if I can do this. Like I'm a pretty selfish person and like I love my life. Like I I love sleep. Um I love like traveling on a whim. I've worked for myself for the last few years, so I've had a ton of flexibility. Like giving all of that up was very scary to me. But now being on the inside, I'm like, wow. It is so hard to just comprehend how amazing it is. Like, yeah, I'm in sweatpants like 4 days in a row and I'm on a lack of sleep, but like I am so overcome with joy every single day, like looking at my baby. Like, and I can tell you now it's been months after I gave birth. I'm about nine, nine months past the day I gave birth. But even now, like I am just in awe every day of how, like how in love I am, how much joy I get from taking care of my little baby and just like seeing them him smile, seeing him giggle, see him like learn and grow every day. It's a magical, magical experience. Um, so that has been a surprise. That, that's actually a question I get a lot. People ask me like, what are some of the things that have surprised you the most since giving birth? So I will say that like how much I've loved it um, definitely took me by surprise. I am also surprised at like how much it's fundamentally changed me as a person. I I don't know, like, I feel like I had kind of these goals coming into pregnancy and birth that like, I wouldn't let it change me so much. Like I, I kind of hated that. Like, I felt like I've had friends that just like fall off the face of the earth or like make their entire identity being a mom after having a baby. And I was like, I don't want to do that. (laughs) And now that I'm in it, like, holy shit, I get why it 
changes like your whole identity because it it does like it's just or at least for me it's taken over you know all my thoughts all my time a lot of my energy I'm I am now months out like slowly coming back to my old self and feeling more like myself again but I do still still feel like I've had a fundamental shift as a human one of my friends explained it to me as like you go through a metamorphosis like you like a caterpillar who goes into a cocoon and comes out a butterfly on the other side. Like you're not a caterpillar anymore. Like you are a new entity. And I 1000% feel that. Like I feel like I'm just a new, a new version of myself. It's not a bad thing. It's, it's actually a good thing. Like I feel like I've grown, um, I've become a lot less of a selfish person, uh, in a lot of ways. Um, I've become, oh my God, I've become like such a softy, in a weird way, like that, that took me by surprise because I mean, if you've listened to my other shows or, you know, followed me on Instagram on Big Kid Problems, you know, I'm kind of like a dry, sarcastic person. Like I really am like ex-boyfriends have called me unemotional in the past and I kind of was like I'm a very like logical thinking person and I don't get upset very often. Like I'm pretty even keeled. And dude, over the last over the last few months, like I am such an emotional person. Like I am everything makes me cry. Um, and maybe that's still like a hormonal postpartum situation, but like it's not even just like sad things, like things make me really happy. Like I just swing so much more emotionally than I ever have before. Uh which which is another thing about motherhood that I think is so interesting and I've tried to like figure out how to explain this but I feel like I I experience so many more emotions all the time like I in one millisecond I will feel like intense bliss like complete joy where I just want to cry because like my baby like looked at and smiled at me and I'm like overcome with love. And then at the same time, I'm like also physically completely exhausted and depleted and could cry because like if I have to do one more thing, like I'm going to lose my shit. And then also in the same moment, I can be like wanting to cry because Bodhi's going to go to college before I know it or like be upset about my physical recovery from birth like there's just I I've never in my life experienced so many motion emotions at one point you know than I have in this postpartum period I don't know if that is relatable to anybody else but that's been like one of the big surprises for me um since giving birth on that note like recovery was also the biggest thing that surprised me and maybe some of you listening like may have had a different experience. I had a C-section, which I knew was going to be a longer recovery period. Um, but I was pretty shocked at how long that has taken and not just the physical recovery, but like the emotional recovery too. Like they're just after giving birth, it is such a vulnerable time and healing has to occur and and I'm I feel like we're all probably a little impatient like we, we're in a society where like things happen at the snap of our fingers and the re- the emotional and physical recovery I would say the length of it 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 was frustrating for me it it really took me by surprise how long it would take to heal and like 
I'm still healing. Like that's what's crazy. And now that I've a few months out, I realize like how wrong my expectations were coming in, which we will get into a lot in the season. And speaking of an emotional recovery, that brings me to the next thing that uh, really surprised me. And that is just giving birth in general and how wild that whole experience was. Um, Listen, if you've been listening to this show or if you follow me on Instagram, you know I've been very open about everything about this journey so far. I mean, you've heard me talk about my hemorrhoids last season. Like, nothing has really been off limits. Um, But you may have noticed I've been completely radio silent and have not really said anything publicly when it comes to my birth, my birth story. And there's a reason for that. Honestly, like, my birth did not go the way that I wanted it to. Um, It was a really hard experience. Um, I can now, a few months later, understand that it was a pretty traumatic experience. And I have struggled with the idea of even telling the story on this public of a platform, um, really because I don't want it to negatively affect anybody. And I am especially talking to my pregnant listeners. I have had so many women listen to the show last season and follow up with me being like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I've just finished your episodes. I'm still pregnant. I'm waiting to give birth. And I have been waiting for your birth story. You know, like my, I've had a lot of people say like, I also have a breech baby. I want to hear how your C-section went. Like, you, you know, I've had a lot of women just want to hear what happened. And I did not slash do not want to give any kind of fear to any woman by, by sharing a story that is not that great. Um, I know when I was pregnant and I was really scared, I did not want to hear any negativity about birth. Like I really wanted to just focus on the positive. And I still think that like, if I could go back, I would have done the same. Like I, I, you need to block out any kind of negative, any kind of negative birth story and just visualize and think of a positive birth experience. And so I'm talking to you, my pregnant listeners right now, if you haven't given birth yet, I really want you to skip my episode next week, my birth story and come back after you've given birth. I just, I, I really, it has kept me up at night, like worrying. I, I I always kind of think about like why I'm even doing this show and the whole point of this is to make you listeners like feel better in your experiences. I want to make you laugh. I want to make you, you know, feel less alone. And and again, the last thing I want to do is scare anybody. So if you haven't, if you haven't given birth yet, go ahead and I'll see you in two weeks. We're going to have a lot of other fun episodes this season, but I did want to give that little warning um, before we kick off the season. That being said, I ultimately decided to share my whole birth story and be really upfront and honest because honestly, as somebody who had a pretty negative birth experience, I think part of the shock is that my birth did not look like any movies, anything I had seen on TV. 
um, anything I had heard shared from friends. Like I really afterwards felt very, very robbed. I've had to grieve, um, you know, like the loss of what I thought was going to be a pretty epic, amazing life moment. And honestly, one thing that has helped me cope with that is hearing other people's stories where things didn't go as planned as well. And like that they have also overcome, you know, getting over a rough birth. So if I can be that person to anyone listening who maybe, you know, is feeling disappointed by their birth, I want to do that. And and that's why uh, I am going to play for you. Um, my birth story next week. Now, I also want to preface that I recorded my birth story exactly six weeks after giving birth. I had never, I hadn't even told the full story out loud before. So when I recorded it, like you're going to, you're going to hear some raw emotion. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I did briefly debated whether or not I should just re-record the whole thing. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to, I'm going to play for you the original version. So yeah, I guess what I'm trying to get at here is that it's, it's a rough episode next week. um, And I don't want that to scare you away from the whole season because I promise after we get through that birth episode, we're going to have a lot of fun on here. Okay. Like, so let me tell you, we are covering so many topics. We're going to get into the trenches of postpartum. Like we'll be talking about breastfeeding, which by the way, holy shit, breastfeeding was so hard. Like I, 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 that was one of the, talk about things that shocked you in postpartum. Like I thought that was something that was going to happen like naturally, like our bodies were built for. Holy fuck like that was that was a shock um okay we're also going to talk about the ins and outs of postpartum recovery pelvic floor rehab sex the tolls parenthood has on our relationships sleep identity all the things so i hope that you guys enjoy this upcoming season i am so excited to have you back and to open up the conversations again guys i gotta tell you one of the things that i have loved the most about doing this show is just connecting with so many of you like I have loved exchanging tips and stories, seeing pictures of your bottle service babies. That is the biggest gift that I've gotten from this show. Like so many people have sent me pictures of their little babies that they're like, I listened to bottle service while I was pregnant with this. Like, and I get to look at them. I have a whole folder in my phone of my bottle service babies. I love it. Keep them coming. Uh, Those honestly make my life. So, and that being said, like, please feel free to hop in my DMs and connect with me anytime over at Big Kid Problems or in my personal at Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. I always try and get back to you and I love connecting with you guys. And since we have been off the air for a while, it is also so helpful if you take the time to leave a little review or hit those five stars on iTunes. Like I said, um, I'm a big old softy now. So if you leave a negative review, I probably will cry. Um, so don't do that. Uh, but you know, if you want to leave a positive review or even just share this podcast on your Instagram stories or send it to a friend who you think might like it, like just to give you a little peek behind the curtain, like it is actually considered podcast suicide to go off the air for nine months. So I'm hoping you can help your girl out and just show some love for the pod in any way that you want to do it. It is so helpful and always appreciated. Okay, so with that, thank you so much for tuning in. And I am so excited to continue to bump along with you guys. Until then, 
See you next week.